Today we celebrate the ascension of Jesus into heavenly glory, where he is seated in power at the right hand of the Father. Last week, the Pope announced the ascension of Father Eric Pohlmeyer, a priest of our diocese, to the glory of being a bishop in the Diocese of St. Augustine, where he too will be seated with full priestly power as a bishop. I think there are some striking parallels between these two ascensions into glory. The ascension of Jesus and the ascension of Bishop-elect Pohlmeyer. First, let me describe these parallels. And second, I will make a practical application to Christian life. That is, one day we will all hopefully experience an ascension into the glory of heaven. And both Jesus and Father Eric can show us how to experience our own ascension. First of all, how does a lowly priest ascend to the glory of becoming a bishop? How did Pope Francis pick Father Polmeyer in Little Rock, Arkansas, to be the new bishop of St. Augustine far away in Florida? Well, basically, it is a three-step process that produces a list of names that lands on the Pope's desk. First, every bishop of every diocese, including our own, keeps a list of three priests in his diocese that he believes to be bishop material. That is, he's holy, he's humble, he's hardworking, he has a sense of humor. When there is a vacancy somewhere in a diocese in the United States, that list is sent to the Pope's ambassador to the United States, an archbishop who resides in Washington, D.C., Being on a bishop's shortlist in Arkansas, then, is the first step. The second step is that archbishop conducts a super-secret investigation through questionnaires that he sends to people who know these priests. After reading all the results of his research, he orders and prioritizes that list according to his own preference. So maybe Father Eric Pohlmeyer was at the top of that list. Number one. That's the second step of being on the Archbishop's short list. And that occurs in Washington, D.C. But the Archbishop does not send that list straight to the Pope. It must go through a third step. A department of the Vatican called the Congregation for Bishops. Sometimes they even know the candidates on that list. Because some really smart priests, like Father Pohlmeyer, studied theology in Rome. So this congregation might arrange, rearrange that list and put candidate number three in the place of candidate number one. And move number one down to number three. That third stage, poor Father Eric may have been bumped from the top spot down to the third spot. And then finally, this list lands on the Pope's desk. And filled with the Holy Spirit, the Pope picks Father Eric to be a bishop 
even if he have may have ended up number three. Why? Well, because he's the Pope. And he's free to choose anyone he desires. Jesus, too, went through three steps before his ascension. First, he spent 30 years growing up in Nazareth. His second step was he spent three years in Galilee, preaching and teaching. And in his third and final step, he spent three days dying and rising in Jerusalem. A priest's name goes from Little Rock to Washington, D.C. to Rome. Like Jesus went from Nazareth to Galilee to Jerusalem. And then they both experience an ascension. Now that is the formal, standard process for ascension as a bishop. But there's also an informal and more important process that requires faith and suffering. What do I mean? Well, Father Eric has been a very obedient priest, and it has not always been very fun or easy. Do you know how many hats he was wearing when the Pope picked him to be bishop? Bishop Taylor recently wrote this. Bishop-elect Eric T. Pohlmeyer is relieved of his responsibilities as pastor of Christ the King Church in Little Rock, diocesan director of continuing education for clergy, theological advisor, diocesan director of faith formation, and diocesan director of permanent diaconate formation. Basically, he was pastor of one of the largest parishes of the diocese and had four diocesan jobs as well. But wait, that's not all. (laughs) The bishop continued. He is relieved of his responsibilities as a member of the following boards. The clergy personnel board, the presbyteral council, and the college of consultors. In other words... Bishop Taylor could count on Father Eric to do whatever he needed, no matter how heavy or hard the workload. And Father Eric obediently said, yes. In the same way, Jesus obediently carried out his Father's will, no matter how heavy or hard the workload. And there was nothing heavier or harder than carrying the cross. Jesus said to his disciples today, thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And that is the informal and more important process of faith and suffering that precedes the ascension. That suffering obedience is the real reason Jesus ascended into heavenly glory. And that is the real reason why Father Eric Pohlmeyer rose to Episcopal glory. I bet you can already begin to see the practical application of this to the Christian life, of these two ascensions. In other words, if we hope to enjoy our own ascension into heavenly glory one day, we too must be ready to embrace the Father's will through faith, and suffering. Where do we find the Father's will? We find it 
in doing what the bishop asks of us. We find it by doing what our parents ask of us. We find it by doing what our husband asks of us. We find it by doing what our wife asks of us. In short, we find the Father's will by doing what others ask of us instead of our own will. That is why we pray, Thy will be done, and not my will be done. The Pope may never call you or me to be a bishop of a diocese. Let's hope. (laughs) But one day, Jesus will call each of us home to heaven. And we too will be able to answer promptly, like Bishop-elect Paul Meyer, yes, if we have walked by faith and obediently suffered here on earth. Praised be Jesus Christ.